Welcome to It's About Him Ministries with Denise Robinson. It is my desire that you would be encouraged and inspired by this broadcast and that you would trust Jesus no matter what and believe him for the impossible. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Praise God. Well, for the past month, I've been talking about racism. I will continue to talk about racism. And racism is the belief that certain races of people are by birth or nature superior to others. Or it could be a discrimination or hatred based on race. Now, last week, I talked about the heart issue of racism, and today I will focus on what it takes for real change to occur. So this is part three of the series, Fathers, You Can Stop Racism. So let's look at what it takes for real change to occur. This series deal primarily with racism towards Blacks or Black men by white men or whites. Racism exists in numerous arenas from the workplace, healthcare, education, housing, economy, politics, correction facilities, uh, interpersonal relationships, and much more. Now, this can be called institutionalized discrimination, which, according to Wikipedia, refers to the unjust and discriminatory mistreatment of an individual or group of individuals by society and its institutions as a whole through unequal selection or bias, intentional or intentional, as opposed to individuals making a conscious choice to discriminate. So here it lets us know that sometimes you can be racist and don't even know it. You know, we assume that people know that they're racist for the most part, yes. (laughs) But generally some people have this um, ideology that came up from somewhere and, and we'll talk about that too, how this originates. But let's focus on the change or the cure. Praise God. So there is a real answer for change to occur, for blacks and whites to love God with all their heart, soul, and mind, and to love their neighbor as themselves. If we do these things, according to Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 40, this will solve racism in the whole entire world. If we can love God with all of our heart, soul, and mind and love our neighbors as ourselves. However, this is not the case, unfortunately. And we know this will never happen because everyone will not accept Jesus as Lord and Savior and worship the only true living God. So in order for us to love others, we first must come to God, who is God of love, who is love. And without knowing God, who is love, it is impossible for us to truly love each other. Therefore, I'm talking to the Christians right now. We can make a difference. If we say we love God, That means we love our brother. We love our sister. That means we love 
those that are different than ourselves. So let us stand up for righteousness, truth, and justice and stop this racism. Let racism not be a part of our lives. Let us be that remnant in the world that can start with change. Praise God. So we all have some aspects of racism in our lives, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. We're prejudiced in certain ways about different people and different Um, situations. So let us acknowledge that and repent of it and make the appropriate course of action to eliminate it because this change must be intentional and done without hesitation. So if you notice something that's not right, like, "Mm, I better check this out right now, get rid of this. I'm very optimistic and I believe that there is hope for real change to occur to eradicate racism. It starts with us, Christians. We can uh, Let's look at Philippians 4.13. It says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And let's go to Luke 1, verse 37. For with God, nothing, nothing shall be impossible. So we can do this. Hallelujah. John 13.35 says, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. So when the world sees our love for each other, for mankind, they know that we are the disciples of Christ, that we are, we love God, praise God, because he's in us. So racism is not just for Christians or blacks or whites, but it's for all mankind to address, praise God. We need to address this and to change this. That means every man, man, woman, boy, and girl. This is a situation for all of us to deal with. Now, last week I talked about racism starts in the home, that people are not born racist. It is taught and modeled to children at a very young age. This is a learned behavior that can be untaught. Did you hear me? It can be unlearned, meaning love and equality for all people can be taught and modeled before our young children instead of prejudice, bigotry, hatred, and racism. So my focus is going to be on the black and white fathers because if these two groups of races can come together in unity and harmony and teach this to their offsprings, then this will be a better country and a better world to live in. So fathers, you can stop racism. Fathers, what do you want? It's up to you. What are you going to do? Are you going to continue to be racist as status quo? Or are you going to change your beliefs, thoughts, words, and actions? Fathers, you have to purpose in your hearts to make the decision to change by doing something radically differently. Praise God. Racism goes both ways. Blacks are racist toward whites and whites are racist toward blacks. Fathers, this should not be. What are you going to do about it? Again, fathers, you can stop racism. We must deal with this. How can real change occur? First, if we do not believe all people are made in the image of God or originally come from the same blood ancestry, then we must believe that all races are equal. If we don't believe all races are equal and we believe that we are superior over another race, 
then we're racist. For example, if you're white and you believe that blacks are inferior because of their color, it doesn't matter if you have black friends or adopted black children or have black grandchildren or gave to black causes like Black Lives Matter or NAACP, you are a racist and need a checkup from the neck up. So if you are one of those that says, here it go, those, those people or those folks, or I don't see color, these phrases are all inherently, inherently, inherently racist and problematically as well. If you don't see color, then you miss the beautiful, unique, intrinsic qualities of the culture of other races. So we don't want to turn a blind eye to the many uh, injustices that we see of a race, especially of the black race or any other race. But again, my focus is on white and black today. So if you're white and you see injustice um, against a black person or against black people, don't just look at it and say, oh, it doesn't bother me or it's not my business. You know, that's between them and, and go on. No, you can no longer be blind to that. You have to do something, you have to act in some way to cause change or will continue to occur. It is no longer acceptable to hide behind apathy or complacency or pride, fear or ignorance. It is time to take a bold stance and become knowledgeable of the culture and history of Black people and to boldly, I mean, actively, intentionally promote equality for all areas in all areas of society. Or another way to alleviate or eliminate racism is to verbally, radically, or physically combat any and all forms of injustice against black people. Fathers, you can stop racism. I will further review and discuss additional ways to promote real change to help eradicate racism. So I'm going to read off lots of different things. I'm going to say things that hopefully will make you think, okay, is this me? If so, I need to change. For people to love God with all of their heart, soul, and mind, and to love their neighbor as themselves. This is a one way how we can eradicate. And we already said that everybody's not going to do this. So we have to, you know, pray that others will become Christians so they can have this mindset or this heart. Praise God. To believe that all people are made in the image of God and that we are originally that we all originally come from the same heritage or bloodline, you know, started with Adam and Eve. There is no partiality with God. We are all equal and accepted, hallelujah, to receive his plan of salvation through his son, Jesus. He's open eternity, praise God, for all nationalities. So there's not going to be um, a segregated heaven. There's going to be integration, praise God. So if you got a problem now, you better get it right if you want to go to heaven. The other one, you cannot truly love if you don't know the God of love. That's why it's so crucial that we accept Jesus and allow him to live in our hearts to help us to walk in love. 
We must be willing and desire to want to change or else unity among all nations would never exist. And I said last week that racism was a heart issue. Where is your heart, fathers? Do you want to change? Do you want to see a difference? If so, you must make it known. We all are free will agents made by God, and we will be held accountable for what we think, do, and say here on earth by God. No one is inescapable. We all will be judged according to what we do here on earth. No one is born a racist. Racism is taught to children and learned and modeled by their parents, their fathers I'm focusing on today. They're watching their fathers carry out this racism. And as a result, they do what they learn. They do what they see. You know, the scripture where it says, uh, uh, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he gets old, he will not depart from it. Well, if you're teaching your child racist behaviors, guess what? When they grow old, they will demonstrate racist behavior. Now, if you teach your child love, love all mankind equally, guess what? When they get old, they will love all mankind equally. So be careful what we model. Be careful what you model, fathers. Acknowledge your own prejudice and racist ideologies and repent of them. If you know that you have these negative attitudes toward a race, repent of it. Acknowledge it. Don't ignore it and say, oh, that's the way it has to be. No, you change. You ask God to help you. That's what he's for, to help you. And in another way to eradicate racism is to vote for policies, procedures, and laws that support equality for all people, not just black people, but all people, and, and vote against those that hinders the rights to liberty and justice for all. And don't take part in negative comments or jokes or stereotypes about black people or any other race. Be the solution and not the problem. Be motivated by love and not by fear. Fear is the false evidence appearing real. Get to really know people of other races. Get to know your black neighbors. Get to know people. If you have black neighbors, you may not. You may live in a segregated community where there's no black people. But get to know people. Go out of your way to make an effort to get to know people. Fathers, you can change. You can stop racism. When you see racism in, um, in this ugly form, and uh, it's all ugly, but when you see the brutality or injustice against race, against uh, Black people, do something about it. Don't just look at it and ignore it. Do something about it. Learn and study the culture of history of other races. And since we're talking about Blacks, study it. Become more knowledgeable, supportive, respectful of their struggles. Learn to celebrate the beautiful culture and history. Look through the eyes of another race. If you happen to be white, 
Look through the eyes of the black person and vice versa. If you're black, look through the eyes of the white person, what they go through, how they live. When we have a better understanding of each other, then we can imagine how life would be if we walk in their shoes. So let's learn to talk less and to listen more. Totally surrender your prideful, haughty attitude of superiority or better than thou attitude. It stinks in the nostrils of God. Humble yourselves and change your attitude. So if there's anyone out there that had this attitude that white is better than black or or, or that um, one race is inferior over another race or another race is superior over another race, it doesn't matter what color you are. That stinks in the nostrils of God. He hates it. It's pride. It's arrogance. It's evil. Humble yourself. Change your attitude. When one race has to uplift its own race at the expense of putting down another race, then that latter race is automatically internalized as being ahead or advanced than the former race in the former race mind. Let me say that again. When one race has to uplift its own race at the expense of putting down another race, then the latter race is automatically internalized as being ahead in the foremost race mind. Meaning that if I'm a white person and I think that my race is better than the black race and I put down the black race, then I'm then in my mind as a white individual, I'm automatically saying that that black race is better. And so what I'm saying is that if this is the mentality, you need to get rid of it. Again, it's that ugly stinking. It's nasty. Determine who taught you how to be racist. What did they model before you? How can you undo it or reverse it? White people are not just racist. Black people are racist. Anybody could be racist. What I'm saying is that if you see this and you know this, who taught you this? Was it your mother? Was it your father? Was it your grandpa? Who taught you this? You can learn to undo it. That's what I'm saying. If you know that this has been taught to you from generations to generations, you can undo this and learn and and decide to teach differently, to teach unity to your children. Determine who taught you this and change that and no longer model that before others. You can reverse it. Fathers, you can stop racism. What benefits are there to racism? Is it an economy gain, economic gain, uh, greed, power, control, pride? What is it? Whatever the motive is, it is evil. There are no positive benefits to racism. The only benefit to racism is 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 destruction. Did you hear me? The only benefit to racism is destruction. 
Therefore, there's no benefit whatsoever. No benefit. It only destroys. And destroying anything does not help anyone. So racism must be eradicated from our houses all the way to the White House. From my house to the White House. From your house to the White House. It must be stopped. This evil must be acknowledged, repented of, and destroyed forevermore. So fathers, you can change racism. You can stop racism. Choose love and not destruction. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, this series on racism has truly been a journey. I pray that all minds listening are ready and willing to change, including myself and whatever area, dear God, it takes to stop racism, that we will make a stand and choose to eradicate, uproot racism from our thoughts, our ways, our deeds, our actions. Help us to be real. Teach us how to walk in your agape love for all mankind. Help whites and blacks to be unified in love and harmony. Help the fathers to lead out, to teach their children equality toward all mankind. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, help us to change the unseen powers in government that will eliminate systematic and institutionalized racism and discrimination in our society. Help us, God, to trust in you with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways, acknowledge you and you should direct our paths in your Holy Son, Jesus' name. Fathers, you can stop racism. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. I trust you are blessed by this broadcast. I would like to hear from you. You can send your praise report or your prayer request to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you would like to partner with this ministry, you can send your contributions to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com by way of PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. We've been coming to look at you, but it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus.